0: Hello, loves. I am thrilled that you are here today because we are talking about joy. I'm going to be sharing three ways to create more joy in your life. And we're going to start with the easiest way, what I call pruning with discernment. And the reason why this is the easiest one is because it essentially relies on our ability to judge ourselves, (laughs) to judge others, which as human beings, we are fascinatingly good at. So to create more joy in your life, prune out that which does not cause you joy. Now, of course, this is not a blanket statement. We all need to pay our bills, and I don't necessarily love making my bed, but I love the way it feels when I come home and the bed is made. So therein lies the discernment. So what does that actually look like? Well, take a look around at your relationships. Are there any relationships in your life that make you doubt yourself or that you find lead you to complain a lot or that you find you don't feel comfortable to share your successes in. It doesn't mean it's time to cut out these relationships. It just means build that awareness and perhaps minimize your time in those relationships or perhaps change the way you interact in those relationships but identify things outside of yourself that you willingly allow into your life that pull you away from joy. Another obvious habit is looking at your habits. What TV are you watching? What food and drink are you consuming? Are you consuming other substances? When you are consuming, whether it's food and TV or media, Are you doing them unconsciously? Is it out of habit? Or are you choosing them? And again, this is not to say you should never watch TV or you should never have that glass of wine. But it is to say that when you do so consciously, when you say, hey, I'm celebrating today, so I'm going to allow myself to relax and I'm going to enjoy this luxury, that the habit itself becomes more enjoyable. And if feels less of a crutch, less of a distraction, and more of a reward. When we are consciously choosing habits, it gives us the power over the behavior, and it allows the habit to feel like a luxury rather than a distraction or a buffer. Another way of pruning with discernment is not minimizing your life for the sake of minimizing it. I love Marie Kondo. I am a fan of sparking joy, but please don't go in all your closet and throw out everything. So when I discuss pruning with discernment, the idea is not that you should all over yourself. Oh, I shouldn't do this. And I should do that. It's about looking at your life and saying, where could I create more possibility? Where could I create more expanse? If I wasn't doing XYZ on a repeated basis, what could I be doing instead? Again, the reason we prune with discernment is not so that we should on ourselves and we judge ourselves or that we cut people out and that we never do things that are enjoyable. It's that we do them with intention so that they lead to joy with intention, that we choose joy with intention. We choose relationships that build us up, that we feel safe to Be happy in, where we don't feel obligated to be complainers. We choose TV shows and foods and substances that make us feel good, that we feel proud of. And when we don't choose those things, we do them consciously. So prune with discernment, do not should all over yourself. And remember that the idea of pruning is to create room for growth, to invite in the new. That's all that this is doing. This is not about being hard on yourself. Okay, the second way to create more joy in your life is to love more generously. I was really lucky um, in high school, I got to see Benjamin Zander. He's a famous orchestra conductor. And I believe he may have been on a book tour for his book, The Art of Possibility. And I got to see him give a talk. And he talked about on, you know, orchestra CDs, the conductor's images is on the cover and how funny it is because the conductor does not play music. The conductor's power is in making the musicians more powerful. I've always loved that. I've always held on to that. I feel there's so much truth in that for us as however you want to think about yourself as a light in the world, as a loving being, So much of our power, of our gift, is in the ability to see others and to reflect their own majesty back to them. So love more generously. Give compliments to others. If someone gives you excellent service, commend them for it. Oh, we had such a great time at lunch today. You were so prompt. You were so patient with us. You were generous in your explanations. We just had a lovely time and we will be back and we will ask for you. Thank you. That is a much more generous comment than saying, thanks. I had a great meal. And if thanks, I had a great meal is all you can manage, then do that more often. But loving more generously will bring you so much joy. You will be surprised at how powerful you feel when you reflect back to others their own greatness. Give more compliments. Another way of loving more generously is making physical touch a priority. Now hear me out on this one because I know we are all in different phases of life I have young kids. I understand sometimes we get sensory overload. Some of us have been in the pandemic living by ourselves and there's not a whole lot of opportunity for touch. However, it can be so critical when we make it a priority. Humans are designed to be touched. Our hormonal system says that it is so. That Our nervous system, if we are stressed, if we are afraid, how much a hug can help soothe us. So, whether it's hugs or pats on the arm or more cuddling on the couch, whatever that looks like for you, if it's shaking hands, again, a complete stranger, if you have someone that you just met, you shake hands, you shake hands with them again when you leave, it was nice to meet you, give them a a pat on the arm, something, make physical touch a priority. Not only will this create the possibility for you to have a hormonal shift, but it will also increase your feelings of connection. As humans, we're designed to live in tribes. We like to feel connected. This will lead to more joy. Okay. My third point about loving more generously, write gratitude journals. Caveat here, I do not do this consistently. I will do it for months at a time, and then I will stop. Or I'll do it for days at a time, and then I will stop. But writing gratitude journals, it is such a generous act. Now, to keep things from getting stale, what I like to do is I like to keep it short and sweet. I decide ahead of time I'm either going to choose three things or I'm going to choose five things. And each day, the three and five things must be something new. I am really grateful for avocados. I love avocados, but I am not allowed to write them down every single day. It's appreciating the new. Now, here's what's great about doing gratitude journals is that you're training your brain to look for wonderful things because you know, oh, tonight or first thing tomorrow, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to try to write some gratitude. What am I going to notice today? What's going to happen today that I'm going to be grateful for? that will bring you so much joy. And I want to give you some little help with this assignment because I know there are so many of us that have been going through some really hard times. As I record this, the world is trying to decide if we're still in a pandemic or an endemic. We are watching as Russia invades Ukraine, and sanctions are being poured out, and there are a lot of unknowns. There are many, many, many people under a great deal of stress. So if you are one of these people, and you sit down to your gratitude journal, and you have no idea what to write, the first thing that you can be grateful for is that you chose to sit down to the gratitude journal. You can be grateful to yourself for making the decision to try, for making the decision to commit to your own well-being. Then you can be grateful for the exercise itself because you know that sitting down and doing this exercise is going to help you. Even when it's a struggle to think of something, it's going to help you shift your focus from whatever it is you've been thinking about to getting into the question of what can I appreciate and enjoy. And even if you don't get into a full moment of gratitude, just the shift away from what you were thinking about into curiosity is a big shift. And then third, you can be grateful that you've had whatever shift you've had in the writing of the last two bullet points. And this is what I do on the days when I genuinely draw a blank on my gratitude journal. First, I say I'm grateful for myself. Then I say I'm grateful for the exercise. And then I recognize my gratitude in the shift I had in just writing those first two bullet points. Write gratitude journals. Make physical touch a priority. Give more compliments to others. Recognize others. This is loving more generously. And the third way to bring more joy into your life is to acknowledge yourself. Strut your stuff a little. Share your wins. This is critical. I feel that as a culture, in general, we have a hard time sharing our wins without feeling as though we are bragging, as though we are being arrogant as though we are going to make someone else feel uncomfortable. So create a circle, create friends, family that you can share your wins with. Call them, you worked really hard on something and it seemed impossible. It seemed like it was never gonna happen and then it finally happened. Share that success. You thought you were gonna lose your temper today when that jerk colleague you have was acting up and you didn't and you feel very proud of yourself for not losing your temper that deserves praise and acknowledgement. Anytime that we take the high road and it's not easy, we should be sharing that. We should be sharing both the success and the struggle. Strut your stuff a little, share your wins. They do not have to be big wins. I routinely will tell my friends when I got my kids to school on time, Yep, I did it, guys. Their teeth were brushed. I got them to school on time. And sometimes I bribed them and I share that too. Okay, speaking of strutting your stuff a little, acknowledging yourself as a way to bring more joy, dress up every once in a while. This will look differently for everybody. You might have a favorite cap. You might have a favorite pair of underwear. You might have a dress, some shoes. You might just go thrifting. But dress up. Up, And I'm saying this as much for myself as anybody else. It feels good to look good. It feels good to look the way we want to look, not the way we think that, you know, magazine and TV and our friends want us to look. Dress up. Dress like a person who loves themselves. You will be surprised at how much joy and confidence it can bring you And yes, it might take you more time. Even if you are sitting and working from home, it will definitely take you more time than just leaving your pajamas on. But dress up. You don't have to do this every day, but on the days in which you're needing a little bit more joy or you're already feeling joyful and you just wanna create more possibility for joy, dress up. Look in the mirror and feel good. Strut your stuff. Okay, my last point about acknowledging yourself, this also comes from Ben Zander. This was the number one thing that stuck out to me. I mean, I remember it from decades, plural, decades ago. I remember him telling a story about the family conversation at the dinner table and how the common question was, how was your day? And he said, a better question would be, what did you contribute today? That question blew my mind. What did I contribute today? And I see it even for my children now. My children now are three and four. I see how much this question is helpful. Well, I helped my friend up when she fell at the park. I gave her a hug when she was upset. I contributed to my friend's happiness. And sometimes it's not about connection. It's not about relationships. It's just that I did my job efficiently and accurately, and my colleagues and my business will benefit. My clients will benefit. I contributed to the efficiency of my business. That is a contribution Did you do something brave today because no one else would or because no one else wanted to? What did you contribute? What did you give of yourself for the betterment of the world? Be that a person, a business, be that an animal, but what did you contribute today? Acknowledge yourself. Identifying the ways in which we contribute not only keeps us focused on what we did well, which is something that most humans are not great at, focusing on that. It keeps us focused on what we did well, which creates joy, but it also helps us to feel powerful. When we acknowledge what we contributed, we are rooted in how capable we are to be agents of change, which further perpetuate feelings of confidence and joy the whole point of this podcast. We long for more joy and more confidence. And by focusing on what we contribute, it helps keeps us rooted in our identity as people who are capable of affecting the world around us. So those are my three tips for creating more joy in your life. Prune with discernment. This is not about judging. It's not about shooting. It is about Removing things to create possibility for more beauty and more growth. Love more generously. Here's the big clue about loving more generously. It feels good in our bodies when we are loving. Whether that's giving compliments to others, having physical touch, or writing gratitude journals. It feels good to our bodies to love others. And the third way to bring more joy into your life is to acknowledge yourself. Strut your stuff, share your wins, and focus on who you are as a contributor. What did you contribute today? Stay rooted in your identity as somebody who is capable of creating change in the world around you. I hope this was helpful. Have a joyful day, my loves. Bye!